This is Jones Financial Talk with Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Herstel provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Jones Financial Talk with your host, Herstel Jones. Hello and welcome to another show of Jones Financial Talk with me, Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and my co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in for today's show. And just remember, listeners, if you'd like more information about what you hear today during the show, please feel free to give us a call directly at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. And while at our website, feel free to click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, today's show is going to focus on tips to reduce spending and avoiding wasteful spending. But first, let me welcome our co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today, my friend? Oh, Herstel, I am great. Thanks for having me here. It's a great day, and my week has just been a wild one, as usual. Uh, Just a lot of stuff going on with the kids, so many activities, band concerts, sporting events. You know the drill. You know, once a parent, always a parent, Mr. Shore. That's true. How about you, Herstel? I know you've been busy there at Jones and Associates, right? Well, pretty much doing the same thing. I mean, we're both parents, and so we're very busy at home. I know both of us are, Tony. Thank- thankfully, we have extremely good wives to uh, really oh, we both do. We're lucky. keep us in line as well, because, you know, really, we're kids, as you know, they always remind <laughs> us of that, too, right? <laughs> That's right. I get reminded of that daily. By, <laughs> no, by but uh, we've entered the fourth quarter. We're, we're always busy during the fourth quarter, uh, just doing year-end things for our clients, and uh continuing to educate the members in our wonderful community uh, with our workshops and and uh, our television show as well as this really fun radio show that you and I do every week. Yeah, it is it is a blast. I look forward to it each and every week and I always learn something and we've been hearing from a lot of the listeners they they really have uh, been asking a lot of questions and calling in and I know you love to meet with our listeners and all they have to do is pick up the phone, give you a call, set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation consultation. Uh, And, you know, I'm always excited to expand my knowledge about personal finances. And I think that's something we could all use, right? Well, absolutely. In fact, you know what, Tony, a lot of personal financial advice can actually be lumped into two phrases, spend less and save more, right? (laughs) As simple as it seems, that really is true. But often financial experts focus either on what could have been saved or what's been spent. But today, we're going to actually focus on the positive. Today's episode looks at a group of Americans who have recently cut their spending, and that group is larger than you think, Tony. Wow. So focus on the positive. I love that. Where do we start? Well, we're going to start, as we always do, by mentioning our source for the information fueling today's discussion. The data actually comes from a July 2019 article from The Motley Fool, 33% of Americans slashed their spending this past year, and here's how you can do it too. So we'll look at each of the three tips from the article in depth, but first, what are some of the reasons that people might be looking to cut back on expenses? 
Well, yeah, and that's that's a good question. I can imagine the possibilities are probably endless. But what is the article saying? What do you think, Crystal? Well, the reasons cited in the article, Tony, were a loss of job or income, newly acquired debt, and fear of a possible future downturn in the economy. And it's likely that you've encountered some, if not all of these scenarios and overall motivations. So even if you're lucky enough to avoid these factors, these tips can still be valuable for your overall personal finances, Tony. Yeah, I would imagine that they would. Um, So hopefully a lot of our listeners out there aren't dealing with any of those circumstances. They're pretty difficult. But just in case, what's the first tip? Well, the first tip in the article is follow a budget. Now, I'd add that for many people, a preliminary step would be creating a budget in the first place. So you can easily create a budget by looking through your recent bank and credit card statements. Now, some of your monthly expenses will be obvious, but you know your rent and mortgage costs. Car or student loan payments are likely to be a consistent amount each month as well. But what are you spending on dining out, for example? What does your daily coffee add up to each week or month? You know, Tony, people will be amazed at how much they actually spend at coffee stands every month. It is unbelievable. Now, these questions can actually help you identify your categorized spending. And once you've identified these categories, you can actually begin to create your budget. And this will allow you to find the areas where you can reduce your overall spending. Well, it is really wild how the all these daily expenses add up so quickly to this large amount over the course of a month or a year, right? Well, it truly is. In fact, uh, you know, spending that seems like it isn't going to be that big can really still take up a large part of your overall budget. And the big expenses like car loan payments, rent or mortgages are easy to notice, but there's a chance that you're spending just as much in other categories that don't get as much attention. Subscriptions that automatically renew are always something that I advise my clients, friends and family to keep an eye on. These can really sneak up on you. You know, for example, are you still using that app or service that you bought last year? Even if you deleted it months ago, it's possible that you're still being charged for access you aren't actually currently using. Gyms and entertainment services like cable often have introductory periods, as we all know, but we so easily forget about those. And those periods can actually end, and then your costs can skyrocket. Sometimes you might not even notice. Now, even if you've already established a budget, it's a good practice to review your statements and watch for any discrepancies in your billings. You know, that's a great idea. I'm sure there are surprising transactions in almost everyone's monthly expenses. I know I've caught a few myself, and it really is best to be on alert just in case. Well, that's exactly right, Tony. In fact, shopping lists are another thing that I'd like to mention to the listeners today. Much like making a budget, a shopping list can be a helpful way to avoid overspending. If it's not on the list, it doesn't go on the cart. It doesn't matter if that cart is physical or digital. In fact, it can almost feel like a challenge or a game to make sure that you follow your shopping list and stay within your budget. Yeah, and that sounds great. And it is. It is. When I go to a store, uh, and I've done this, and I actually, I actually enjoy the challenge. You know, sometimes it's fun to have a challenge. And it is hard when I go to the big grocery store or Target or place like that, and I go in there, and if it's a, I have to only get what's on the list. You can't get anything that's not on the list. For some people, it, that's really tough. It, it can be tough for me. It's like I, I see something, I'm like, oh, I'd like that. But Exactly. But to get out of there without any, not even one little thing, not even a, you know, a pack of gum, 
that's if it's not on your list, you can't buy it. That's tough, but it's kind of fun to try. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it, it hurts. But these are great tips for cutting spending. Our time's just about up, Herstal, for this first segment. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a break here? Well, Tony, preparing for retirement is an important part of your overall financial process. I would really encourage the listeners to visit our website as it's a great resource of information at www.jonesfinancialtalk.com or simply contact our office directly to schedule a no-cost or obligation strategy session at 541-773-9567. Again, that's 541-773-9567. Listeners, remember, we want to help you prepare for the retirement you've worked so hard for. All right. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of Jones Financial Talk and our host, Herstal Jones, right after this. Wouldn't it be nice to have an owner's manual help you address and plan for retirement? The New World of Retirement by David Herstal Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions can help you plan for the retirement you've dreamt of and ease your financial concerns. The New World of Retirement will help you with the foundation you need for a successful retirement. Visit jonesfinancialtalk.com to request your complimentary copy today. That's jonesfinancialtalk.com. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. My name is Herstal Jones from Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. In the first segment of today's show, we touched on how making a budget could impact your spending and help you find areas that can actually reduce your spending. Ah, okay. I really, how you uh, mentioned, I like the way you mentioned making a shopping list and trying to stick to that list. Uh, that was a fun one. I know uh, I've fallen prey to impulse buying in the past. What's another tip from the article? Well, Tony, another tip to reducing your excess spending is to avoid spending for fun. Now, for most Americans, shopping falls into two categories, necessities and entertainment. Necessities rarely provide an opportunity for savings, but entertainment may be an area to cut back in. In modern life, online shopping has become extremely easy and convenient, and in some cases, maybe a bit too easy and convenient. So shopping only for essentials online can actually help cut back on some of your spending activity. Browsing or window shopping can be a fun but dangerous temptation. So replacing your window shopping with a novel or a newspaper can actually help you avoid spending temptations, Tony. Yeah, wow, that's a good tip. And I believe you have one more tip from that article, right? That's correct. So one more tip from this article, and then we're actually turn our attention to another source. Okay, but the final tip mentioned is to hide your credit cards. Now, this bit of advice has been popular in recent discussions about personal finances, but I've even read some outlandish suggestions to avoid using your credit cards. Things like locking them away, giving them to a partner or third party for safekeeping, or even literally freezing them in a block of ice. Seriously. Now, no matter what types of steps you're going to actually take to avoid using them, reducing your credit card spending can be very valuable. Interest charges can actually compound very quickly and eat away at even more of your overall income. Wow. Uh, freezing your credit cards, though, in a block of ice? <laughs> that one seems extreme. Well, the thought of it is that you can't use it until it melts. So that gives you more time to reconsider the expense, Tony. <laughs> right. But really, that is the ultimate anti-impulse buy tactic. Now, that might be an extreme example, but obviously, almost nothing should be out of the question when it comes to managing your spending. In fact, we're now going to actually turn our attention to another resource from MotleyFull.com. 
This is a study that was published in March of this year, the most wasteful spending habits among Americans. Now in this article, Tony, the study actually highlights some of the lowlights of wasteful spending. They actually surveyed more than 1,000 individuals about their spending habits. So let's work through these. Perhaps our audience actually has been guilty of some of these habits as well. Well, Herstel, I'm not sure about the audience out there, but I'm pretty sure that I've been guilty of wasteful spending a time or two, and I really thought my Beanie Baby investment was going to pay off. Well, that's really actually a great place to start, Tony. First, let's, let's define what many of the survey respondents considered wasteful spending. The most commonly cited examples included paying too much for certain fees and paying a higher interest rate on financial items. They also included forgetting to return things that don't fit or can't actually be used. Consuming excess energy was another wasteful habit mentioned, Tony. Well, those all seem like valid areas of wasteful spending, but are those the most common areas from the survey? Well, the most common waste of money was actually throwing out leftovers or expired food. In fact, nearly 70% of the survey's respondents said they frequently engaged in this particular habit. Now, this aligns with the United States Department of Agriculture estimate that in the United States, 30 to 40% of the total food supply is wasted. As kind of cheesy as this sounds, no pun intended, Tony, uh, this is pretty true. You know, I mean, in fact, the USDA also reported that food waste is the single largest component that goes into public landfills. So food waste is a national challenge. That is sad, actually. Uh, I can't believe how much food is wasted. What other habits uh, popped up as the most common wastes of money? Well, some of the other habits that made the top 10 included frequenting fast food restaurants, buying overpriced beverages, and of course, the famous impulse buying. In fact, in their blog, What Motivates Impulse Buying?, PsychologyToday.com says that some individuals possess a personality trait called impulse buying tendency, which makes it easier to give into that actual temptation, Tony. And this often can actually lead to buyer's remorse. This ironically brings unhappiness, which is often the very feeling the impulse buyer was attempting to avoid. Wow. Wow. Okay. So is there any way that uh, we can try to avoid that impulse buying habit? Well, Tony, impulse buying now and then in moderation can be harmless, but if you find yourself consistently falling into this temptation, or if you feel that you want to avoid it in certain situations, the article from Psychology Today suggests asking yourself this question, did I plan to buy this, or did I get the urge to buy it just now? Now, this purchase wasn't a part of an established plan, isn't on your shopping list, or even part of your budget, you can probably chalk it up to an impulse buying temptation. Ah, okay. So it is good to know these things and be aware of them. And it, it's good to it's good to consider that question. Did I plan on buying it or did I just get the urge right now to buy it? I, I think that's good uh, when we're tempted to make a purchase. Our time, though, is almost up for this segment, Herstel. Is there anything else you want to add before we take a quick break here? Well, Tony, as the listeners know, our goal at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and our overall planning process is to truly provide our clients with clarity, knowing that they will have the comfortable retirement that they've worked so hard for. And our website is a great resource of information, all the way from my new book, The New World of Retirement, a guidebook, to our video learning library, to a lot of just great educational pieces. And I would encourage the listeners to visit our website at www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. Again, that's www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Or the listeners can simply contact us directly to schedule a no-cost or obligation strategy session at 541-773-9567. All right. Thanks, Herstel. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of this discussion about spending and waste after these messages. Retirement can be both exciting and intimidating. At Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions, we have found many people fail to truly maximize some of the benefits offered to them, primarily Social Security. Since deciding when to file for your benefit is so important, our firm has assembled an informational packet on Social Security. If you would like a complimentary copy, call our office at 541-773-9567 or visit us at jonesfinancialtalk.com to learn more. Welcome back to Jones Financial Talk. Again, my name is Herstel Jones from Jones & Associates, Premier Financial Solutions. And listeners, remember, if you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, feel free to give us a call directly at 541-773-9567 or visit us online at www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. And just remember, while at our website, feel free to click on the radio page to check out past shows and subscribe to our show on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. Now, in the last segment of today's show, we turned our attention to a study from MotleyFool.com that was published in March of 2019, The Most Wasteful Spending Habits Among Americans. And this study looks at some common elements of wasteful spending. In fact, Motley Fool surveyed more than a thousand individuals about their spending habits. And some of the top reasons for waste we covered in the last segment were impulse buying and food waste. Well, yeah, that was a really great discussion so far, talking about impulse buying and food waste. It's very helpful. So what's next? Well, Tony, turning back to our source for today's show, one more example of wasteful spending from the survey is paying excessive fees or unnecessary interest. Credit cards are often a big part of our personal economies. However, when was the last time you took the time to compare credit card interest rates and fees? Are you sure that you have the best card for your spending habits? Many credit cards actually have rewards programs, frequent flyer accumulation, or even cash back options. In fact, it could be possible that your credit cards aren't providing the best benefits for your spending habits. Well, I I believe that can happen to a lot of us. And taking the opportunity to maximize our cards for rewards and benefits, if we are spending money on them, I think that's a valuable change in spending habits and could help us. Why not take full advantage of the options if you do have credit cards? Well, that's a great point, Tony. In fact, there are so many possibilities out there that can impact your overall financial health. In fact, one of the reasons that I wanted to focus on these potential areas of wasteful spending is what can happen when those habits are adjusted. Now, in the survey, respondents were actually asked what they would do with their money if they wasted less of it. And, you know, 63% said that they'd stress less about their personal financial situation. More than half felt they'd better meet their financial responsibilities. And here's the big stuff, Tony. 57% said they invest or invest more, and 61% said they'd save more for retirement. Those are pretty mind-boggling percentages, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I would definitely say that's mind-boggling. So these wasteful spending habits, they're having a direct impact then on people's long-term financial goals, aren't they? That's exactly right, Tony. In fact, saving money is difficult. We all know that no matter if it's for a rainy day or for a long-term goal like retirement. There are tools like automatic contributions to a 401k or individual retirement accounts that actually can help the listeners. 
But if you could eliminate some wasteful spending habits, think of how much money that you could actually save for your financial future. This topic today, wow, spending less in retirement. I think spending less is hard for most of us, but is it any different in retirement? That's my question for you, Herstal. Well, Tony, it's an inconvenient truth for retirement. Likely, you won't be able to spend like you did when you were working. And predicting what your expenses will be when your paycheck actually goes away is one of the most difficult pieces of retirement planning. But the main point is you're probably going to have to spend less. And yes, it doesn't have to be painful, Tony, to spend less. In fact, it can be challenging in a fun way, but it can also give you peace of mind that you're going to have a solid retirement, just living maybe more efficiently moving forward. So it sounds like not only do we as retirees need to spend less, but we are probably estimating too low on our expenses then, right? Well, exactly, Tony. And you know, it really can get confusing. Let's slow down and actually think about some of the ways that your expenses could decrease once you retire. First of all, do you commute to work? A lot of us do. Now, there are a lot of hidden costs that come with owning a car, obviously. Fuel, servicing like oil changes, car insurance, you know, you, you obviously get the idea. But a lot of retired couples share one vehicle and sometimes even use one driver to save money on insurance. Now, this isn't so much about the one-time windfall that you'll get for selling the car, as it is the recurring savings that you'll enjoy during retirement because the little costs that actually come with owning a vehicle will actually be reduced. Ah, uh, no, and you mentioned little costs. I think some of those quote-unquote little costs can add up very quickly. That could be a substantial amount of savings, right? Well, actually, Tony, every little bit adds up. You know, in fact, another potential savings is downsizing your home. Many of our clients find themselves doing this not only for financial reasons, but really just for more of a convenience. You have, you know, there's less to work to, there's less work to be done and more fun to be had. So, you know, this can obviously can be a, a touchy subject because many people are more emotionally attached to a home that they've, you know, raised their family in or have or have really spent a lot of time in and and also money working on. But your home can actually have plenty of little costs too. When you retire, your appliances don't obviously stop aging. Your your refrigerator has an expiration date just like the items inside of it, right? Yep. <laughs> but but the fridge rarely lets you in on that secret, obviously. <laughs> you know, you know, these expenses are often out of sight, out of mind, you know, of course, until something breaks. And so it's all about being organized, Tony, and figuring out where you can cut some of those costs and also setting a real budget in retirement so you know that you're gonna have that peace of mind and you will know that you will have what you need when you need it. And I think that makes a huge difference for many, many retirees. Well, Herstal, by combining the ways to slash spending and avoid wasteful spending habits, we can then obviously save more money and eventually reach our goals for retirement, right? Well, that's exactly right. In fact, what I'd like to do for the listeners is let's recap the ways to cut spending for the Motley Fool article that we mentioned earlier in today's show. The first tip in the article is follow a budget. And as I mentioned before, for many people, a preliminary step would be to create a budget in the first place. Well, you're right. I think that makes sense. Step one, create and follow a budget. Check. Exactly. And tip number two, avoid spending for fun. Focus your spending on the necessities and do your best to avoid spending too much on entertainment. Again, set an amount for entertainment as part of your budget and stick to it. 
Now, the final tip to cut back on spending is hide your credit cards. Make them less accessible and build in safeguards. Freeze them in a block of ice, as funny as that sounds. Or make sure that you must discuss potential purchases with a partner before you take the leap. Right. Yeah. Taking the leap. Uh, I like how you put it. And of course, after we cut spending, try to avoid the areas that commonly result in wasteful spending, obviously. Well, yes. And you can actually impact your personal finances by avoiding wasting money on impulse buying and food waste. You should also avoid excess fees and interest. And remember, slashing your spending and avoiding wasteful excess can be a valuable tactic to create additional financial security. So hopefully our discussion about these tips to curb your spending has provided the listeners, Tony, with some of the ideas to improve their savings and help them reach their financial goals both today and in the future. Yeah, and some of the things we talk about, Herstel, and uh, you've given us some great tips today. Some people might think, oh, I hear these common sense tips all the time. You know, don't, don't have expensive coffee every single day of the week. Try to cut back. But really, uh, impulse buying and budgeting and spending money on things we don't need, we're all guilty of it. But the people that can curb that and control that, they're the ones that are able to do what they want and live comfortably in retirement because all those things add up. And I think that's a great point you've made today. Uh, And I really appreciate you bringing us these tips. Uh, You always have great advice. And for our listeners out there, if they want to get a plan in place, for their assets and how to grow them and how to get into retirement successfully and be able to have a successful and happy retirement, they should sit down and have a chat with you, call your office, uh, set up that complimentary consultation. And as usual, our time has flown by. Our time is almost up for this week's show. Uh, Do you have any additional information you want to share with us or how they can get a hold of you before we go? Well, again, Tony, thank you. I would encourage the listeners to to visit our website as it's a great resource of information. Most of them already know how to get there, but they can get there by going to www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. Again, that's www.jonesfinancialtalk.com. Or they can simply contact us directly, like you said, to schedule a no-cost or obligation strategy session at 541-773-9567. And listeners, we provide you with the information to help make sound decisions and build a retirement on a solid foundation. Also, if you have any questions about today's show or comments, please don't hesitate to call us. And again, that number is 541-773-9567. All right. That sounds great, Herstel. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Jones Financial Talk with our host, Herstel Jones. Yes, and join us again for another episode of Jones Financial Talk. Take care and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Jones Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Herstel Jones at Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions. Call 541-773-9567 or visit their website at jonesfinancialtalk.com. 
Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions as a registered investment advisor in the state of Oregon. Insurance products and services are offered through Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions. Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions and Jones & Associates Premier Insurance Solutions are affiliated companies. Crystal Jones and Jones & Associates Premier Financial Solutions are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.